Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good morning to you on this beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning, uh, December the whatever it is. Second. Second, Third, something, second. uh, (laughs) Late morning here on a Saturday, working hard. Hey, we work hard six days a week for you all. On the Rant and Rave show, December the 2nd, 2023, Year of Our Lord. Dave, how are you doing up there in Los Angeles, California, home of Satan? And Dave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the beaches are still nice sometimes. That's Come true, on, cut true. us some slack. All hey, right, we're gonna, and we're going to have a lot have of the, great friends up there. <laughs> and we're going to have the Olympics in here in like, what, four years? I think 2028? Is that the LGBTQ so, Olympics? Or no, we have, five years to cl- to, we have five years to get rid of the tents, get rid of yeah. the needles on the ground, get rid of yeah. the poop on the ground. Dude, so we got to. Ha- it happened in three days for she and San Francisco. <laughs> you guys can take care of that in five, three years. So. We could do it. Hey, this is uh, for everyone out there. Thank you for joining us today. And I believe this is our. Potpourri show of the week. So for folks at home new to the show, maybe this is kind of where Dave and I do a quick wrap, maybe 60 seconds on about 10 stories, kind of give you a sense of what's happening out there and how the radical Marxist left uh, is intentionally destroying America and give you examples, concrete examples of each of these so you can fight back in your own neighborhoods. Dave, what do you got for us to, today? Yeah, so uh, we are way too polite, bottom line, in the uh, up there in Capitol Hill. So uh, we got to play, you know, we got to throw out the rule book because the Democrats never play with the rule book. Uh, the biggest slime ball, well, God, there's a whole laundry list of them, but uh, Dick Durbin <laughs> from Illinois. Right. So he leads the Senate Judiciary Committee. Very important because yeah. while we've been we talk about so many other things, but behind the scenes, the election, you know, and Trump was awesome at this, of getting good judicial nominees in there to restore order. But um, the, uh, just the, the last few days, um, and just fantastic, one of the funnest things to watch on TV, forget regular TV, just just turn on the highlights from the uh, from what's going on. On You can watch them Are on C-SPAN. Are you telling me you're watching C-SPAN all day, Dave? A little bit of C-SPAN me? action, yeah. Okay, a little C-SPAN action. Um, but they, uh, first off, Durbin says um, they uh, they wanted to actually respond to a couple of nominees. Durbin, first time ever, said, no, you're not going to respond. So Blackburn and Holly and all these people were just literally screaming, like, you can't, you got to give us five minutes. They would, he, Durbin would not even let them have five minutes to, yeah. to ask questions yeah. to a, a, a nominee, which is, like, it's never happened. Right. And then he wants to subpoena the uh, two, uh, quote unquote, conservatives. Uh, 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 activists uh, uh, related to their friends on the Supreme Court, Thomas and Alito, right. which also has never happened and is right. nonsense. Right. But it just shows you that at this point, with an election year coming up, there is no depth to how low the Democrats will. And so for a, oh, they're not playing by the rules. When did they ever play by the rules? Never, never, <laughs> never, play, never play by the rules. And Dave, I'll add a little PS to that. You know, Dick Durbin is also the senator who blocked Senator Marsha Blackburn's request for, to subpoena the Epstein Island flight logs. Flight and records. log, yeah. Why do you think Dick Durbin would do that? I'm not saying he's mm. a pedophile or anything. I'm, I'm just saying, why would he do that if he's the only one who blocked her request for a subpoena? I think it's pretty obvious why. Uh, sorry, Dave, did you want to finish up on something? Or? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm over here on Forbes magazine, Steve Forbes, another globalist uh, of all places, but this is important information. Biden executive order on artificial intelligence could help immigrants. So, Dave, here's the backstory. Last week, uh, two weeks ago, Obama Obama's team basically drafted this EO. Biden signed it because he didn't know what day of the week it is. So they just told him, sign this, put it in front of him, and he signed it. This executive order is going to be used to virtually do to us 
what was physically done to us on January the 6th. In other words, how we were rounded up by the DOJ, FBI, targeting, all the rest of it, Christian nationalists, white people, domestic violent extremists, all the rest of it, MAGA, Trump supporters. They're going to use this AI to basically do a couple of broad things, just so folks understand at home. It's, it's, I would encourage folks to read it, go online, read the whole EO. Um, but it does two broad things. One, what I just said, and basically it's a way to virtually round us up a year ahead of the election uh, and put us in a corner and marginalize us and call us uh, terrorists. And then once that label takes over, it's kind of like what just James Carville did, the DNC advisor last week. He's basically teeing it up. And then the second thing is on this immigration front, Dave. So this is directly connected to the southern border invasion, the 10 million already in, the 10 million that are going to come in in the next year. And that's the run rate. And here's the headline. A new EO on AI could help immigrants and temporary visa holders with AI backgrounds. The AI background piece is just BS, basically, here. The, uh, so, so what this order does was passed on October the 30th this year. Um, and uh, here's what it says, quote, in part, immigrants have co-founded Im- immigrants who, let's just see here. Uh, No, here we go. Within 90 days of the date of this order to attract and retain talent and other critical and emerging technologies of the U.S. economy. That's pretty big, right? The Secretary of State, in other words, Blinken, the uh, traitor, and the Secretary of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, traitor, who's let in all the people. He's the front man for the southern border invasion, shall take appropriate steps. By the way, the last time the appropriate steps was used was uh, during Nicaragua and Reagan and the Contras. So it shall take appropriate steps to, quote, streamline processing times of visa petitions and applications, including by ensuring timely availability of visa appointments for non-citizens who seek to travel and work in the United States. Full stop. Dave, this EO is all about legitimizing the southern border invasion. Full stop. Yeah, it's a polite way of saying that we don't care about you as U.S. citizens. We're going to be uh, bringing people from uh, every other part of the world to take your place. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exciting, Frank? Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it <laughs> that sums it up. And they up. do it, and they do it in such a uh, behind the back door yeah. way, this thing right? Was put out on a Friday. I think October twenty third was a Friday. I can double check, oh. but it's just you know this is classic, and nobody reads them. And let's no. face it, our team is keeping track of every single Biden EO. So when we win this next November, every single one of those. EOs will be reversed. So it's going to do a year of damage, but that's like 10 million people coming in. Exactly. Um, Hey, uh, also tying back to what's going on on Capitol Hill, this is also kind of related because uh, we're not able to get information out to people. So they actually had, and I'll, you know, it's only because we, we hold the House, the House Judiciary Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. So we've been talking about this for months and months and months, yes, and how they're using the, the alphabet agencies are going after the U.S. citizens. And I want to point out one very brave a whistleblower. His name is Michael Schellenberger. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just pull him up on YouTube and find some of his his commentary yeah. and sound-up. So a, a, a very he, – he, I know he talks uh, – I'm sorry, he has a big Twitter account and so on. Yeah. Uh, he's also an environmentalist, by the way, so he's not exactly a MAGA guy. Okay. But basically shown the uh, that he has now documented evidence that there is a censorship industrial complex. And we've talked about this. This is a billion-dollar industry actually right now. Oh, yeah. And basically it, it kicked into high gear once Trump was elected in 2016 and Brexit passed in, in the U.K. Because the globalists said, hey, they are a danger to what we want to – our narrative and what we want to do in the world. Yeah. So he had a fantastic – 
um, you know, uh, uh, talk at, at this uh, subcommittee, basically saying how, you know, the DNC, as we all know, very much tied into big tech to censor us. And this is not a surprise anymore. Right. But yet they're going to, of course, re, you know, repeat what they did in 2020 as much as possible. But at least now with Musk taking over Twitter, and at least we now know what their playbook is. So we'll yeah. see what happens. But good for him for, for uh, showing up on that. No, for sure. Great pointing that out, Dave. Hey, look, I'm over at the State of the Union uh, website here. Uh, here's the headline. couple of related stories. I'll tie them both together, Dave. Um, you know, uh, border, southern border issues. Quote, Biden border crisis worsens 9,400 Illegal aliens flood over the southern border in just 24 hours, Dave. That's 10,000 <laughs> in one day. Just do the math. That's 30 That's thirty days of that. That's basically 300,000 a month uh, times 10. So what's that? Like maybe three to, four, three to five million, you know, in a year at least, right? So, so this is uh, at one of the worst spots in the border recently. This is in Lukeville, Arizona. We've talked about this on previous shows. Lukeville, Tucson. Mm-hmm. Over 10,000 encounters, uh, 6,000 of those were released on their own recognizance into the United States. 6,000. Gone. Here's a piece of paper. Notice to appear. Don't show up. By the way, the EOAI story that I just talked about, they won't even need to physically show up. They'll just go online. They'll do some app or something, so like some CBP mobile app type BS. They'll go online. They're done. They are released into the center of our country, and they're going to show up in the middle of our country. And you think you have a pretty nice little white picket fence town in the middle of the country. And all Say, of a sudden, you get yeah. a bunch of dudes from Africa, Senegal, uh, you know, Middle East, uh, Iran showing up. Yeah, your little your little town is 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 quite a bit different now. So this is just uh, metastasizing, Dave, out of control. The related story, I'll just and I'll throw it back to you. Part of this is Chinese nationals coming into the country. Oh, it's a huge time. part. Yeah. So Representative Jimenez has just talked about this. Is the cover of the New York Post yesterday? Uh, quote growing trend of Chinese nationals illegally entering the United States. Uh, So the representative from uh, Florida has written about this extensively and asked for uh, hearings on the topic. What we do know is that there have been more than 52,000 Chinese nationals allowed in the United States just in 2023, Dave, hmm. uh, on 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 uh, what they call like uh, you know parole, basically. So these are not like you know smart scientists or you know, whatever. These are just people coming over with backpacks and like, hey, I want in, and they're getting in. Uh, and I frankly, I see them. I see them in my community. I see them on our kids' softball teams. I mean, I see them all over the place. And you think, oh, they're just like a cute little funny kind of family from mm-hmm. China. They can't speak English. And funny how one works in biotech and one works in technology. They have a daughter who plays softball. No, no, they're they're foreign agents. I really believe, and this that's how they have their cover. And people think, oh, Frank, you're crazy, conspiracy theory. But hey, this is what they do. Do you think they hang signs outside their house saying I'm a CCP spy? That's not how it works. This is the, <laughs> yeah, blending in is their whole. That's their whole mantra. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't wear a, a t-shirt saying, "Hey, I'm with the CCP." Yeah. Or whatever. No, they're they're growing illegal uh, marijuana uh, farms up there, and uh, what was the the, the bio labs Maine in, in and Sacramento? That. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, we feel kind of bad for this Derek Chauvin. Remember him? So he was the oh, police officer. It's a horrible story. Uh, yeah. Horribly uh, accused, uh, falsely accused uh, of killing George Floyd, where we know Fentanyl that he, Floyd, Dave. Fentanyl, Fentanyl Floyd. Fentanyl Floyd, who died of his own uh, drug overdose. Right. 
uh, because he's a, a lifelong criminal and uh, Chauvin just was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. So he's in prison because now, of course, the, the left power structure would never want to, even though the coroner's report has come flat out and said, yeah, no, he drugs. died from, a, from, yeah. from drugs. Yeah. Nothing to do with him stepping on the guy's neck. Right. Um, he was stabbed 22 times by a psychotic individual in prison. Yeah. Now, that's bad enough, but yeah. let's find out who this person let's was. Let's find out who that psychotic individual is. I won't, there, right? I won't, mention, the, you know. yeah. won't mention the guy's name, uh, but obviously the Chauvin barely survived this. In fact, right now, I think he's in the ICU. This, this character was an FBI informant and a former gang member. Yeah. I mean, try, try to he tie worked, that together. They, so, and he worked for the U.S. Attorney's Office. Yeah. He was an FBI informant for that jurisdiction's mm. U.S. Attorney's Office. So I wonder if somebody put a little uh, note into his ear. Hey, take out this Derek Chauvin guy for us, if you don't mind. The, the note into it, the note in his ear was accompanied by about fifty thousand dollars into a Swiss bank account. By the way, too big time, big 100%. time. This is how this is how they this is how the yeah. Clinton mafia gets rid of the people, like you know the the Clinton f folks, right? I mean, this is this is how this is Seth Rich. This is this is all this stuff. This is how it now, works. Amazingly, twenty two times because he's he's already tried to appeal this and overturn the conviction several times and it hasn't happened. There's not a judge in the world that's going to allow Chauvin to go free because uh, they'd be pillaged by the left right and the yeah. globalists yeah. so this poor guy 20 i mean he's he's bare, he's he's hanging on now he's under hey, protective we, we wish order him, we yeah wish, he's being protected yeah. by the u.s marshals Ugh. in the hospital it's uh, brutal hopefully he'll get I, i'm still optimistic he's going to get uh get uh release hmm. uh that appeal over sorry that conviction overturned anyways we'll uh we'll keep our fingers crossed for uh derek chauvin uh, a true patriot really um dave a couple related stories over here on uh Again, State of the Union uh, website. This has to do with how the radical Marxists are corrupting the nuclear family. And one of those tactics, as you know, Dave, is the radical LGBTQ++ IA uh, and being jammed down our kids' throats. So here's the headline. Radical LGBTQ training offered to students and faculty at MIT. Oh, so lovely. This is, I oh. mean, I, I mean, I have a colleague at work whose kids go to MIT. You can't believe this stuff, Dave. I mean, it's really hard to believe. But MIT is now requiring faculty, and I say not asking, requiring wow. faculty, staff, and graduate students to complete online training modules called, quote, LGBTQ plus 101, which covers topics such as dead naming, gender affirming care, and mm -hmm. allyship. Dave, I don't even know what the hell any of that crap means. I just know I'm never going to be a part of it. My kids will never be, never be a part of it. They won't be going to MIT, Harvard, or Princeton, or any of these other cesspools mm. of anti-Semitism and cesspools of radical Marxist ideology. I don't use the word hate very often, Dave, but I really, really hate what they're doing with this. Um, this they're they're using this as a wedge and as a way to destroy the nuclear family, make it okay for young children under five in California, for example, to choose their own gender have surgery, have things cut off, and change sexes. There's two sexes, boy and girl, and that's it. There's two bathrooms, men's and women's, boys and girls. That's it. And for them to be using their ideology to jam this stuff, you know, if you're over 21, have at it, whatever. You're a grown-up, free world, make your own choices. But to jam this stuff down minors' throats is just insane. But it, it's funny, you know, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, these are supposed to be our brightest potential you know workers in the world right yeah, I and mean, this is the, the cream the cream of the not. crop we know and, not. and and it just shows you it doesn't matter uh, uh they want you to throw out 
actual reality and logic and yeah. science yeah. for the sake of their own, uh, you know, well, it social. Goes back to, totally, yeah. totally. It goes back to what we've talked about for years now. Academia has been university academia, Corrupted, yeah. at least the elites, has been completely corrupted and co-opted oh. by the far left. And that's just the way it is. And I'll add just one more story that I'll throw it to you, Dave. Same website, State of the Union, Attorney General calls out Biden admin plan that would effectively ban Christians from fostering children. Oh. So again, this is just another tactical example I want folks at home to be aware of, of how the state is coming between you and your children. So this is a proposed rule by the Biden administration. It's not gone into effect yet. It's out there for comment that would require foster parents to adhere to a child's chosen gender identity, which would exclude faithful Christian families. This has come under a huge barrage of fire by many attorney generals around the country and so forth. And basically, they're trying to exclude through this ruling. Uh, it's not a law, right? They just they, they, Regulations, rules, they, that's how they get around all the laws uh, to say, hey, no, if you're a Christian family and these are your beliefs, you can't adopt because this child has, has this minor has a right to decide, you know, what sex they are. It's ridiculous. Uh, the left has been uh, attacking the Christian way of life for decades now. It's and now it's in, in full speed, and we're seeing it very clearly there. Uh, meanwhile, they are allowing and actually uh, promoting uh, young women, especially and, and young men, to uh, adopt and read the Quran. So now you're seeing a whole bunch of these uh, these idiots on TikTok saying, "Oh, these 25 year old women, I love the Quran. It's so it speaks to me." Like, you got to be kidding. But that's where we're at now. You mean it because speaks, people to, me, speaks speak to, to me and my cat and my Birkenstocks and my little apartment by myself in New York City? It speaks to but me it, like it, there? But, yeah. but it, it just shows you when you just uh, have a, you know, your entire life you're told that Christianity is, is evil and terrible. Oh, try this instead. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Terrible. Love it. Um, hey, uh, speaking of attorney generals, uh, Ken Paxson out there in uh, Texas, he barely survived. Right, they were trying to throw him out of office right. on some ridiculous charge. He bare, I mean, barely survived that. And he said, after he, you know, he got through that whole process, he says, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, hey, people, I'm coming. I'm going to come after you, coming big time hard, now. baby. Yeah, coming hard." So his first uh, 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 big thing just came out uh, November 30th. He is now suing Pfizer for misrepresenting COVID-19 vaccine uh, effectiveness and yeah. and conspiring to censor public discourse. I love it. Yeah. This is a full-on big-time lawsuit that's going to happen now, and I I can't wait to see these these slimeball executives yeah. uh, have to testify under oath. Yeah, because uh, they have the goods on this now. We have the receipts. Yeah. Have uh, the receipts. Mich- a lot of receipts. Uh, it's going to yeah. be great, actually. People people can't might wait. wonder. Gee, I thought you couldn't sue vaccine manufacturers and all the rest of it, but. There's a little provision in state court you can. Ah. And, and from a fraud perspective, you can. So that's where te- uh, A.G. Paxson is very smart, very creative with his charges. And they are going to get uh, to the heart of this matter and blow. Not that Naomi Wolf and many others, Steve Bannon, haven't already blown this wide, wide open. And us, actually. Um, roughly 40% of the country has not taken a jab, which I am incredibly proud of because we are the purebloods. And we will be the ones ready to... Uh, defend this nation should that be necessary. Dave, I'm over here on Newsweek uh, article, Newsweek, uh, if you can believe this. Biden administration to pay $3 billion in climate change reparations. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. cannot, you cannot make this stuff up, Dave. This is how badly they're drinking the Kool-Aid. So Kamala Harris, is that is that who it is? I kind of even forget who the VP is. I, is that who it is? Kamala something? Anyway, she's promote, she's pledged 
$3 billion, you've talked about this in our last show, to a climate change response fund that's just been formed mm-hmm. over there at the 2023 conference in Dubai. By the way, I saw the private jets trying to get out of Germany for this conference got weighed down by snow. So I guess there's not really a lot of climate change going on there in Germany because it's so freaking cold. They're burning wood out of the Black Forest to keep their asses warm in Berlin. But anyway, uh, I digress. So they are... Um, yeah, so we've pledged that's three billion a year tax dollars, you know, going uh, going for that. So hey, happy hunting, uh, you know, in the climate change stuff while your carbon offsets and you can't even get your private planes off the ground in uh, in uh, Frankfurt. Yeah, and uh, tied into that, that the whole uh, you know EV industry is imploding as we speak. By the right, way, right? Uh, and there's a big uh, all the uh, the car dealerships are finally uh, going. You know what? Hey, these hundred thousand dollar EVs uh, that no one's buying. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't care how much how much you know uh, tax breaks we get. We ain't selling them, people. So it's uh, Ford and GM are big time in trouble. Totally. Hey, uh, I'm a media guy. I want to tell you about. Uh, I always like to promote and give people, make people aware of certain films to uh, to check out. This film just opened this weekend. It's called The Shift. And it's by Angel Studios, and it is, you know, of course, of the people that did The Chosen. Oh, right. And that Sound great of Freedom, Bi- right? No, and Sound of Freedom. Yeah. So they're really probably the top up-and-coming Christian-based, uh, faith-based uh, film company. Right. But uh, everyone, go see The Shift. It's a faith-based sci-fi film from uh, uh, Dallas Jenkins, who did The Chosen, and uh, his producing partners. So um, it's a very – it's not – so in other words, they're taking the uh, faith and – you and going into different genres. So it's yeah. a sci-fi film. Um, I've, I just saw the trailer. It looks fascinating. Please go check it out. I love it. Hey, remember I met Dallas Jenkins uh, oh. at our local church here in uh, in the San Diego, excuse me, the San Diego area. I'm not sure if I told you about that. So yeah, Pastor Bob and uh, Dallas Jenkins came to give a talk uh, after Sound of Freedom. And uh, it was fantastic to, uh, to hang out with him for a little bit. Anyways, my last story of the week, Dave, uh, this is, you know, classic. This is just unbelievable. So, you know, House uh, of the Congress has basically determined through a report, uh, and this is a kind of a kind of an encapsulation of this, but the House has determined through this report that the illegal immigration invasion will cost the United States taxpayers half a trillion dollars in the next year. $500 billion, Dave, $500 billion. Just to give his people context, the Department of Defense's entire budget's about $750 billion. So about three quarters of the cost of the De- Defense Department of the United States is going to be used to hose, house, clothe, feed, and give phones to all the illegals we let in. And Dave, here's the micro story on this. I'm over on the Messenger on the website. New York taxpayers, this is New York City only, footing the bill $325 million for what? Private security for migrants at the 20 hotels they are keeping wow. them in in New York City, Dave. This cash is being used for guards, uh, processes, programs, uh, phone, all the rest of it at the shelter sites that are housing 150,000 illegals around New York City. $325 million from New York City taxpayers' money to give 24-7 protection to who? illegals that have come into this country folks if you are not fired up after this and motivated to get something done then i don't know what's going to do it 
You know, it's funny about that. I guarantee once Trump gets back in there and he says, well, it's going to cost us like a billion dollars to get rid of like, they, you they, know, all they these people, the they, they, they yeah. won't give you a penny. They won't give yeah. them a penny. We found $120 billion <laughs> to ship to Zelensky and the Ukraine to kill 70,000 Ukrainians and God knows how many Russians. They couldn't find $6 billion for as well then. And no. you're right, Dave. You're, it's a great point. He's going to want a billion or whatever it is for the – and it will and make mark my words, and the former head of the CBP has already come on. He will lead the charge on this. This will be the largest single – global deportation exercise ever when Trump comes in the day after the hour after he takes his hand off that yeah. King James Bible we will start this process 3,000 of us will be in place in government to deconstruct the administrative state and we will start the deportation program so if, if there's any you know folks out there listening who fit that category we will find you we will deport you and we will gladly send you back with a backpack and a phone and a lot of good comfort, maybe a couple of cookies, maybe a, a couple, couple of, of maybe a couple How'd of snack go? bars for your backpack, and you'll be going back to the country from whence you came. Uh, let's hope that comes. Uh, hey, my my last story. We told you the uh, the Argentina has a new president who we really like. He's a libertarian, Javier Millet. So right out of the gate, he's making the rounds, which is good for him. You have to be both. You know, you got to take care of business at home, but you got to you got to you know you got to uh, shake some hands, which is fine. So he actually met with Bill Clinton of all people. Oh, um, the the Biden didn't want to meet with him, but he has a Herculean. You know, he, I mean, the task this guy has to turn a, a socialist country around, it's going to take him a while. Sure. Uh, I just want I, I just wanted to point out that he's um, you know, and he doesn't have like a huge majority. I just want to, you know, keep your eyes right. open, your ears open about this guy. I, I, you know, you mentioned South uh, South America quite often in right. our last show. Yeah, he could lead the way to a complete revolution in in a positive direction for that entire you know continent. So let's see how things uh, shake out. He, he could absolutely, and I think the reason why Clint, Clinton's not stupid, right? Clinton meets with him because if there's money to be made on either side of the trade, he'll meet. With him. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. basically why Clinton <laughs> met with him. Hey, Dave, great to see you this week, folks. Thanks for listening to our show, our Popery Show of the Week, and don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We are out there everywhere on about a dozen, I think, podcast uh, platforms right now. But go wherever makes sense for you guys, and we are on social media. Every Every platform, the same handle, at Rant and Rave 1776. And Dave, as always, we will see you down the road on the right side.